Welcome to the Daily Business Hustle podcast. My name is Alexander Vitkin. I'm the creator and founder of the Daily Business Hustle. On this podcast, I share with you my top unbiased business advice, sales advice, and I talk to the world's top experts in their fields related to business. Hey, this is Alex Vitkin here, and I'm here with Julian Blanc, and he's a pickup coach, meets most hated man in the world, meets spiritual life coach guru, and he's a blend of all of those things combined. So welcome, Julian. Thanks for having me, man. So uh, today, by the way, we're not going to be talking about those topics as much. We're going <laughs> to focus more on business. So more, we're going to discuss how his principles, what he talks about, applies to business. And you'd be surprised, actually, quite a few things that apply. So, um, Julian, what is the one advice that will explode everyone's advice in life? Because a lot of people, they're watching this YouTube channel and they're thinking, well, there's so much Julian has talked about. There's so many you know, yeah. videos, tours he's done. What is the one advice that you would give them? Man, in terms of business, I'd probably say beware of the ego. You know, it sounds extremely cliche and I mean, this is something I can resonate with, but nowadays with you know, social media, it's like, if you are going to start a business, you're 100% online, um, unless you're doing like a small commerce in a you know farm town in Switzerland, uh, you're 100% online and you have to put your face out there. You know, there's just pretty much no other way. And it's very easy to just get lost in that, to get lost in all the comments and to get lost in thinking you're better than you are. You know, like it's pretty crazy. Like if you're an entrepreneur, if you're someone getting into business, um, you're day in the life, like this is a joke I have with my friends, like your day in the life is you waking up, jumping online, um, reading all these emails sent to you, asking you questions, jumping on say YouTube, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, reading all these comments about you, then thinking what are you going to post about you, maybe edit some pictures about you, post them on Instagram, read more comments about you, edit a video about you, listen to you talking at a previous say maybe an event where like whatever you're doing. It's like, oh, my product, my brand, me, 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 and that's your life. Like most of your day is you thinking and being just with you. And it's so easy to kind of get carried away and just like have this distorted view of reality and uh, slowly lose connection with, you know, what is getting you the sales or results you want and uh, slowly losing touch with what works. And then of course you can push things a little too far as I'm very familiar with, but that'd be the, the biggest one. It's like, beware of not just getting sucked into that. Um, it may seem like it's the you show, it's not. And um, actually just building on that too, another thing, um, a lot of people nowadays think that the you know you show is the actual work. Um, no, no, because that too, it's like, what I'm saying is like, okay, I can talk about what I'm doing, I can post about what I'm doing, do the fucking work. It's not just talking about it. It's do the work. Um, it's tempting to just skip that because you can get right now, again, social media, the validation immediately. Like if you want to start a business, you don't even have to do anything. Like anyone watching this, all you have to do is just start a Facebook page, uh, a like page um, with your business. Just come up with any name. Just be like, oh yeah, this is my business. Buy a cheap URL on GoDaddy or something. And then uh, just write about, hey, you know, this is John. I started this new business on... Um, I don't know, coffee. I'm selling coffee. Here's the URL. And I'm thinking of doing this. What do you guys think? And you're going to start getting that validation. You're going to start getting all these comments. You can send it to your friends. They're going to share it. And you didn't do anything. You didn't provide any coffee. 
you just have the website and the Facebook page and you're getting all that feedback is if you were doing the work. So that validation motivation is gone and it's very easy to confuse the two, like talking about it versus actually um, doing it. So kind of linked to the ego, I'd say that would be most likely the biggest you know thing you could do to explode your results. Hmm. Actually, you know, when I posted on my Facebook that I'm going to interview Julian Blanc, I got I think like 54 replies, and I think even more if you count the sub comments. <laughs> it's the most ever that I ever got when I asked someone or my audience, like, what do you guys want to know from Julian Blanc? Actually, a lot of people I, I know, they want to know, so should I just quit college? Is this, do I just deserve to run a business and just quit mm. college with with you know, just just go, just go, like burn all the bridges and start right now. What is your answer to them? To quit college or not? If you're watching this, just quit. Um, I'd say it depends on the person. You know, if you're watching this, and I mean, I don't know. It's like you have a very concrete plan, uh, you know, actionable plan for like what you're gonna do instead of college. Then yeah, but don't think you're just gonna quit college and things are magically gonna happen because that's the trend now. It's like. Everyone's sold on the, you know, the fuck college dream. Um, and I mean, it's true. College is very different than what it used to be. I mean, there's still a lot of benefits, but it's not what it used to be. Um, a lot of people are getting out of it with, you know, in debt, nothing. Um, I quit college myself. Um, I did a test back in the day where I went to apply to all these jobs, um, lying on my resume. Now, I don't recommend doing this, but I lied on my resume saying I finished college. And um, just, just to see, you know, the, the reaction and it didn't change anything. Like, it didn't matter Yeah, they don't care, right? They didn't give a fuck. They were just like, oh, you know, cool. And most of them just didn't even, you know, acknowledge me. Like, okay, bottom of the list. So what I realized is, well, I could finish college um, or not. But if I do college, what's going to happen is I'm basically just delaying this moment where I'm back here with nothing. And in terms of what I was inspired to do, it just wasn't beneficial. So it depends what lane you're going to pick. But... You know, I was also very motivated and I knew that I was going to put in the work. You know, nowadays it's like, okay, quit college, the fuck college dream, it's just going to magically happen. And uh, then they end up doing nothing. You know, or they, they'll do a little bit of that sprint, that little hustle, and then just give up. Um, people are way too entitled. Like, it's insane. Um, and, I mean, that's something too where I need to talk more about this side. I mean, if you follow my YouTube channel, you'll see this. I'll talk more about this side of my story where... When I moved to, like, I quit college, I'm from Switzerland, moved to Los Angeles, and people think that somehow I just magically got into, you know, teaching success with women, et cetera, et cetera. But no, there were like two years where I was like almost homeless multiple times, um, just getting into the whole industry of success with women. Um, I did all of the bitch work you could ever imagine, and that's something where nowadays, I mean, I see it. It's like people just don't want to you know, pay their dues. They're like, I'm above that. It's like, hey, I did the quick college route. It's just going to, no, I'm, I just want to jump to the dream job. It's like, no, um, do whatever it takes. You know, whatever it takes to get your, your foot in the door, hustle. Um, I had to like borrow money from like friends, family members. I went homeless for a period of time. I was extremely sick. Um, I had jobless for a period of time, massively in debt. Um, I even like babysat, you know, the, my employer's kid. Like anything to just get my foot in the door. So if you have that drive and, you know, nothing is beneath you and you're smart about how you're going about it, then yeah, quit college. And also I'd say the, the, the question you need to really ask yourself is, would you rather 
you know, do something, if you are going to quit college, it's most likely because you're inspired to do something else. Is doing that other thing worth it, even if you never make it or not? Because that's what I told myself. Like, I was like, well, I'm quitting college, but I'd rather do this. And even if I fail and I live the rest of my life broke and, you know, homeless and stressed out of my mind, it's worth it versus the safer route, which is, you know, college. Well, it used to be. Um, but it's not something that I like. So there are more variables. Um, it's just not going to magically happen because you quit college. You have to put in the work. You have to be smart about it. Um, the same with like building a business. That's another one. It's like, I'm just going to build it. And they like wing it. It's like, no, it's like have a plan, you know, look up advice, like get the game plan. Um, don't just think it's going to, ma- it's not a magic pill, I just say. Yeah, I have, a, I have a similar experience of failing for two years before I had, uh, you know, yeah. when it's kind of got traction. Uh, but here's an interesting question. So this, this we, had, we had a very similar question asked, like, I don't know, like 20 times out of 54. So yeah. how did you switch your brand? Okay. So you went from this, like, pretty hardcore, you know, slightly hardcore uh, pickup hard. brand, yeah. you could say, slightly, to this new brand, like, your new YouTube channel. So how did you yeah. do that? Um. Well, okay, a few things. Um, I mean, yeah, my, my brand before that was extremely, like, it was too polarizing. Um, I mean, that's why I say it's like, be careful of your ego just taking over and you just, like, I pushed the shock marking so far, it was, it was bad. So don't follow my lead there. Um, but when that happened, and even kind of before that, I wanted to expand beyond just success with women because I'm, you know, working with all these clients and there's like so many deeper issues you want to get to. So I wanted to move things further and going through, you know, like the media scandal at the time, um, it was literally, you know, like the catalyst where it's like, you don't have a choice right now. You've got to move on. You've got to start, you know, doing this. And I started a new channel because I wanted something built around my name. And if you're watching this, like build something around your name, even if you work for a company, build it around your name. Don't have the company name in it because again, job security is fucking dead and you don't care. You don't know how, like no matter how secure you think you are, not necessarily, you know, um, I mean, for me, nothing like, I mean, I, I have the most like loyal employers and people I work with ever. And there's no sign of me like, you know, like losing my job, but you never know. And uh, just the same with like the whole media scandals. Like I thought people would just love me and that brand would go forever. You never know. So to be safe, build it around your name. And it also, again, kind of created that fresh start. And uh, then building that up again. Um, I literally applied the same principles I learned in terms of, you know, social interactions and um, teaching success with women to to marketing. You know, it's like I built it one before, I know how to do it again. And the big thing is be polarizing, you know, like not too polarizing, but be a little polarizing and stand out. Don't do what everyone else is doing. I mean, model the basics, but now it's like everyone's just trying to fit in, like even online. It's like we're in this world of people pleasers. Um, with PC, it's making things even worse, where if I go on YouTube now, I just see a bunch of meek people, like the meekest, weakest people. Um, they have no personality, no soul to their content. They're afraid of saying anything. They water their content down. Like literally, if you go into the self-development department, you're going to see a mix of uh, get a mentor, um, you know, proximity is power, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you know, what you give, you get in return. So you got to be very giving, et cetera, et cetera. You have to, you know, believe in like really just giving. It's like have that abundance mentality. Um, and uh, I don't know. I mean, those are the two that kind of come to mind. But like, 
there's nothing wrong with that device, but just like, oh, cool, but it's just like this watered-down safe shit, and no one just says it how it is. Um, no one, you know, gives you like the raw, real truth. No one puts their personality in, even in the presentations. Hey, um, yeah, who's Bill, and you gotta water do it, and it's like some shitty camera in like a dude's basement or something. It's like, no, it's like, put in an effort, um, keep it real, and be polarizing. Be willing to have haters as well. You know, I mean, this is, this is something I'm used to, but like most people are scared shitless of having haters. They'd rather just be liked by everyone. But then, yeah, it's like you're liked on YouTube. That just means eh, next within five seconds. You're not going to get a subscriber. You're not going to get a follower. It's like you better try to have haters as long as you you know are coming from a place of good intentions and just being real. But like, don't be a people pleaser in real life or online. Do something fucking interesting. And, and that too, it's like, make like your journey interesting go and get interesting experiences right now every you know 21 year old or 22 year old getting out of college is jumping online it's like who the fuck are these people you know like what makes them special why would you want to listen to them if you're watching this and you're on say i mean this is my area of expertise more so like say youtube or making like videos who the fuck are you why would someone listen to you you know and, and i still get this but like if you look at my journey it's like okay well got into you know, teaching successful women 10 years ago, um, traveled around the world many times teaching this to people all around the world, so tons of experience there. Went through this media scandal, I'm literally on Google, if you Google my name right now, the most hated man in the world. Built a new brand now in personal development, and funny enough, I mean, we were talking about this before, everyone who hated me, like literally the most, um, ex it, was, it was a lot of women who would be you know, branded as like feminists, they love me now, like those, that's my, my target market now in terms of women. So like flip that around. That's yeah, really mind blowing that those people now yeah. are your, yeah. Oh no, it's, it's I mean, it shocks people, they're, they're like, what? Um, but that too, it's like, we're, we're such a surface society. If you just like actually even look into the content, you're like, oh, of course. So that's my target market now in terms of women. Um, so rebuild that up. It's just like this interesting story. So like, wow, you know, this person had those experiences. What can I learn from that? Um, if you're launching in this, like, where are your interesting experiences? Go out and get them and then express them and be willing to have people hate you for them. Um, so that, that'd be the advice there in terms of building brand and just make it cool. Make it captivating. Put in an effort. Put in some personality. Put in some jokes. Um, keep it real. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, you see everyone on YouTube now, uh, 17 years old, getting $6,000 of equipment, filming how to go to school. Yeah. <laughs> so... I, I guess people, I think you mentioned this in your content somewhere, that people are living more online now than ever yeah. before. And so how do you, how do they, how can they still develop this social intelligence, especially for networking? Because mm -hmm. that's the most relevant thing for business. Um, I noticed people trying to network now, it's just like, whoa, <laughs> that's pretty bad. <laughs> so how would you, how would you, what would you advise them to do to learn it? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, that's where the, I mean, in terms of, of guys, like the market of success with women grows because it's true. It's like we're all online now. So you're not forced to get out of the house like before. Like say you, you know, you're going to school watching this or you're working. In the past, you'd finish school, finish work, you'd go home, you'd just be you by yourself. So there's something that leverage to get out of the house. Now you just jump online and all your needs are virtually met. So, you know, you're not going out. Your friends, you're probably talking to them more on social media than in person. And we're, yeah, more and more people are losing that ability to read other people, to develop a certain amount of empathy, 
and they're literally operating in the real worlds as if it's the online, like in the real world using the online rules. And um, yeah, social mm. intelligence is gone. If you just want one asset just to differentiate yourself, um, when you're meeting, say, business contacts or you want to, you know, anyone you want to work can you, with. Can you expand on that? Like what, what happens if they meet someone in real life and they apply these online rules? Like what does that look like? <laughs> it's just imagine like if it, it's just you in your head and you have no idea what the other person's thinking. So, I mean, some examples would be like, I'll, I'll always like pick a few people out before a seminar. Like, um, say, say I'm about to give a seminar. So I, I'm, you know, usually at the back room, I'm preparing some notes. Um, I'm very serious. And people walk in, most people have a seat and they're just kind of waiting for it to start. And then some people look back and they see me. And um, just as a test, I always find it funny to do this. Like, of course they want to come say hi. So they walk up and say hi. And as they're walking up, like they're very close, just to see if they can pick up on it. I'll pretend to be just very kind of pissed off, frustrated and into what I'm doing. So it's like, here, you know, I'm going, say I'm going through my notes. I'm like, hmm, and I see I'm just like, like that. And, um, you'll have like maybe one or two just be like, oh, maybe it's not a good time. And the others just don't give a fuck. They're like, hey, man, da, da, da. like can't read it at all. Um, some other ones are just asking questions like say, you know, seminar examples. Like we're talking about this topic and it's like this off-topic question or they won't even listen to the answer or it's a question that just doesn't benefit the crowd. It's just them in their little world. That, that's really it. It's you in your little world. You're not aware of anything beyond this. Um, you know, and ask yourself, okay, who is this other person? What's their goal? It's like all this stuff that just seems like common sense is just gone. You know, it's like, how are they reacting? You know, it's like if I'm asking a question in front of a, a 500 person crowd, it's probably not time to tell my 10 minute life story, but, but they just don't think about it. It's a very like just me, 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 um, you know, way of thinking. So a lot of my teaching, you know, in success with women, this is what I recommend, you know, if this is you here is get out of your head. You know, it's not just you. It's like, there are other people. Um, develop empathy. You know, there's somehow this stereotype with success with women where you think that, you know, in pickup, you need to be like some sociopath. And in reality, if you want to be good with women, you have to be the most empathetic person ever to the point where you know exactly what they're feeling and thinking at all times. You have to learn how to literally place yourself in their shoes. Like, okay, what are they experiencing? What's going on here? What is, you know, this environment? What's going on here? Does this fit in? You know, question I ask myself all the time is, what's my goal? What's their goal? How can I make it win-win? Um, and then beyond that, in terms of business, like common sense things, if you're meeting someone and you want to do business with them, do your fucking research. Um, ask questions that are beyond basic research. Like I'll, I'll get this all the time. Like someone will meet me and they'll ask me a question that I've responded 20 times in free videos on YouTube, Facebook, and in products. I'm like, dude, I'm not going to fucking waste my, like, it, it just feels like a waste of time to repeat it. It's like, if you're not, if you don't care enough to just do basic fucking research, why, what's going on here? Um, yeah. You know, in terms of addressing them, don't hit someone up via, like, Snapchat, like, random, like, snaps of you in your room, like, hey, looking for, you know, like, a, like I've had people trying to find job opportunities through Snapchat like that. Um, I've had people... Text me through Snapchat saying, hey, what's your email? Um, I'm very interested in uh, applying for like a job. And I'm like, well, if you can't even find my email, which is everywhere, why would I want to hire you if you can't find something so basic? Um, it's like, don't show me that. Um, if, you know, 
what's some other ones like people have like random tantrums or freak out it's like i would never dare show that in the past it's like there's just not that basic awareness or like, or like self-awareness i'd say so so that'd be you know the biggest skill you can have and if you do that and you just create no downside because that too it's like you don't even have to be like in today's world you don't even have to be like all that you just have to not create a downside that's it if i meet someone new it's like or if i'm talking to someone like even if i'm looking for an assistant i'm not even looking for someone cool i'm just looking for someone who doesn't take all this value for someone who's not a downer and someone that's just basic social awareness and nowadays that stands out which is quite hmm. crazy so interesting interesting yeah two points <laughs> on that yeah it's it's insane i'm just like no downside no downside is the best option <laughs> so how how can they like if you had to give them a step-by-step -step plan right now to fix it in a reasonable amount of time, yeah. what would you uh, tell them? Um, similar to success with women, go out and interact with people. Um, it doesn't have, don't just wait for business contacts. Like go out right now in the street and just make small talk with people and just start asking yourself as a test, what are they thinking? What are they feeling? And um, a good basic read is how tense are they or how loose are they? Um, usually, if you're saying something that's too far out of context on in a way that's like just too much, they'll tense up. So if you start talking about your life story and they're like, okay, who the fuck is this? Why are they, you know, why is this person talking to me? They're going to tense up a bit. Maybe try to take some steps back, not be as responsive. You know, they'll give you like the quick, like, uh-huh. Okay, cool. Um, kind of look to the side. That's when you got to be like, whoa, I'm losing it. I better slow it down. Maybe say something a little bit more relatable. If on the other hand, you're just kind of boring, um, then you'll kind of see them like loosen up too much and those be like, oh, this is boring, look around. So then you gotta amp it up. So it's kind of learning that emotional balance, but it's just continuous asking yourself, what are they thinking, what are they feeling? What are they thinking, what are they feeling? What if I say this? Ooh, now what are they thinking, what are they feeling? What if I say this like that? What if as I say this, I feel this? What if I joke around right now? Ooh, bad timing. Um, and I always think overall general frame is add value. Um, another example, I was uh, out with dinner, out, out to dinner like, uh, this what, two months ago with uh, Nick, who we both know. So it was Nick, his wife, and he invited someone who was like a, um, either at USC or a USC alumni because they both went to USC together. Oh, no, he went to USC. So it was like brotherhood or fraternity or something. And this guy was a fan of, um, you know, the, the you know, Real Social Dynamics is a dating company and myself. And he shows up and it's... Uh, Nick, his wife, me, and him, and he just turns to me. I'm like, oh, how's it going? So, so how do you know Nick? And usually, it's again, we're all four of us here at a restaurant. You'd think, okay, he'd just give me a brief, uh, brief answer just to add some context and then involve Nick and his wife. And the guy just turns his chair, ignores Nick and his wife, and for 10 minutes straight starts telling me his life story. And the entire time, like, I actually stop him. I'm, at this point, I'm just like, he needs this. Like, I'm going to stop him. Like, dude, how does this benefit me? Why do I give up? fuck about where you went. It sounds so harsh. Like, why do I give a fuck about where you went to school? Why do I give a fuck about who you met? Like, who are you? Like, how does this benefit me? And can you see, like, again, Nick and his wife just standing here, like, like I mean, sitting there, just the two of them, like, okay, so he just killed the flow, and it just, like, was sucking value out of me and out of the entire table. And then, of course, you know, he snapped out of it, and it was a fun dinner. But just that there will, like, kill it. So here's some guy who, like, you know, either was at the end of USC business or, like, graduating, who couldn't understand a basic, you know, like social dynamics of, of a dinner table. Like that guy's going to like fail miserably in the real world. So it, it's 
those that that type of thinking there, like that basic awareness, like learning how to read people and like what's appropriate to what context. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was only business school, so it's to be expected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, another very you know common question: How do you? How does twenty to thirty year old guy? Or girl, I guess you're all stuck to girls now. So, but uh, I guess my audience mostly guys at this point is only ten percent girls. But let's focus on that, right? So, how does a twenty to thirty year old guy find his purpose? Like, what what is he supposed to do? You're there. You're eighteen, twenty, twenty five. Yeah. What are you gonna do? How do you find out? Um, well, I'd say, okay. Well, first of all, like, kind of as we discussed before, um, play it smart. Don't just quit anything. You know, quit everything, hoping that somehow inspiration will kick in and, and you'll be there. Um, you know, have like your consistent job so you're at least surviving. And then from there, I mean, some questions to ask yourself is what comes to you quite easily? Like we think a purpose is, um, you know, something usually like in the, the artistic forms, like a purpose is only something that's art. Like, no, it's like what comes to you easily. And uh, a purpose is only something that takes effort. No, if it's really your purpose, it's something where, yeah, you're working hard on it, but it doesn't feel like a drag. And um, it's like, it's a very light feeling and, you know, time just flies by when you do it. Like for me, it was always um, anything that's like self-expression. Like I was really into music growing up and like say I was at school studying something I absolutely hated, it felt like a drag. And for me to do that, I had to sit down. There was a lot of willpower, a lot of effort, and, um, and it sucked. And then I'd go home after school and say study... Um, music editing on this program called uh, Pro Tools. And I'd study like eight hours straight, like into the night, and it would feel like 10 minutes. You know, and I'd do way more work than in school on something I didn't like on, say, that program learning how to edit music. So yeah, I'm doing more work, but it felt effortless. You know, it felt, it, it came to me easily. And then graduating from that, like what I'm doing here is the same thing, it's like self-expression. You know, seminars are the concerts, recording these videos, like recording the songs, coming up with different content angles like coming up with a song so that's what came to me easily so if you're watching this don't think what's the right thing in terms of purpose don't think it has to be something that has to do with art just think what comes to you easily you know what's something where if you do it you just kind of lose yourself in it something where time flies by you know if you had all the money in the world right now what would you be inspired to do and don't be too narrow with it either you know and i like that example that i talked about where for me it was originally music and now i'm doing this um don't tap into the thing precisely where it's like, it has to be music. It's like, no, what's beyond that? Self-expression, anything where I'm expressing myself. Oh, so it could be music, it could be public speaking, it could be singing, it could be like X, Y, Z. So keep it broad and general, but yet authentic and congruent. And then if you wanna go, I'd say to, you know, even deeper, um, to really find your purpose, um, you need to be fulfilled beforehand. Because that too, it's like a lot of guys try to, or, or girls try to find their purpose as a form of escapism, where they're not fulfilled and they hear, okay, to be happy, to be fulfilled, I need a purpose. And that's why they try to come up with a purpose out of necessity. So if you learn how to be fulfilled beforehand, then you'll see you'll just kind of naturally be inspired to do something that is authentic and congruent to you and that is your true purpose. But that's going extremely deep. Um, but those would be like, you know, some tips and takes on that. And what if the following guy asks a question? So the guy's like, 
well, okay, I like to drink alcohol and play video games. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> you'll, you'll hear a bunch of takes. Like, if that's the case... It's effortless. It's effortless, man. <laughs> if that's the case, again, most likely that just an escape. It's like um, a, a purpose is not something that, like, takes. Like, if you're really authentic, like, true to yourself, um, something I always ask myself is if someone put a gun to my head and asked me what's the truth, you always know the answer. Like if, so, if that person's like, oh, you know, it's just drinking and drugs and just doing nothing, is that really true? No, you know. Um, it's not, it, that's like more of this taking type of energy. So it's not necessarily true, that's what I'd say. However, get creative. You know, with, when it comes to business, like just get creative. If your passion is video games, like just go on YouTube and see how many people are making money off, you know, playing video games, like PewDiePie and shit. If um, your passion is drinking, I don't know, just like, you can either do like prank videos of you just getting drunk every day or you drinking and throwing up every day or are you testing all these different types of, you know, alcohol, and et cetera, or like a day in the life of a drunk <laughs> fuck. I don't know. So, so, so you can always get creative too. So those would be like the two angles from which you can attack it. Yeah. Hmm. Yes, yes. Uh, by the way, guys, please don't do that. <laughs> a day in the life of a drunk fuck. Yes. Yeah. I think there's actually YouTube channels like that. Yeah, I've actually seen <laughs> multiple YouTube channels like that. The guy like breaking a stoke because he's, oh, it doesn't matter. All right, but, awesome, but just man. Be creative with it and don't, and don't forget, you have to be polarizing. Just be more polarizing than the next when you go out as a drunk fuck. Don't do that. Don't do that. That was a joke. Don't do that. Again, social <laughs> intelligence. Don't do that. All right. All right, very good. Um, so how will people find you, Julian? So if someone says, oh my God, is the best thing ever, how will they find you? What should they do right now? Uh, go on YouTube and simply type in Julian himself. And again, speaking about the ego, it's the most modest YouTube handle you could find. Julian himself, uh, one word, two words. Um, you'll find my YouTube channel. Uh, subscribe. Um, I go you know, in depth on similar topics. I do book reviews. Um, I have a product coming out in February, which touches on personal transformation, goes extremely deep, and um, yeah, you'll see some, you know, spirituality meets pickup as well. So yeah, just go on YouTube, YouTube search Julian himself, and you'll find me. All right, this was our show for today. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast if you like it. I'll see you next time. If you'd like to find out more about me, visit vitkin.net. That's V-I-T-K-I-N.net. Thank you for listening to the show and see you next time.